The intuitive mind is a sacred gift, and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Albert Einstein. So how would you like to learn how to tap into that beautiful intuition of yours and trust it? Stick around, and I'm going to show you just how to do that. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Um, You know, I love that quote because it seems that we seem to put more emphasis over our intellect versus our God-given gifts like our intuition. We have mental faculties. Of course, we have our five senses. We also have our mental faculties, which are our God-given gifts, our imagination, our intuition, our reasonability, our will, our memory, and our perception. Today, we're going to be talking about intuition because I think when I talk about taking inspired action, that requires you to listen and tap into your intuition, but not only that, trust it. How many times have you heard that little inner voice of wisdom tell you, bring the umbrella, it's going to rain, and you look outside, it's a beautiful sunny day, and you're like, oh, that's crazy, and then you get poured on when you go outside. That's that voice that we so often ignore, and I liken the intuition to a GPS in our car, so if you think about it, You have your GPS on your phone or in your car, and you set the destination where you want to go. And if you just sit there in the driveway, obviously your GPS is not going to guide you. It's not going to provide instructions because you're not moving. You have to move. You at least need to take one action step so that you can be guided and routed to your destination. And even if you make a wrong turn, guess what? your GPS is going to reroute you to your destination. So it's all good. Like mistakes are good. They're just lessons learned. But can that GPS, can that intuition steer you wrong? So that's what we're going to talk about. Sometimes we make decisions and um, we don't know whether when we go and in that direction or if we decide not to go in that direction whether or not that's our intuition guiding us or it's fear. And so what I like to tell people is when you are in harmony with what you want and what you desire, that's why every episode we end with a three-minute guided visualization to get you in harmony with what you want and desire. When you get an idea or an inspiration, in that moment when you're feeling your wish and your dream fulfilled, that's your intuition guiding you. But when you are getting bombarded by circumstances that are happening around you and you're stuck in analysis paralysis, that's not your intuition guiding you. That's your fear. And so that's how you discern. So you can get back on track when you're stuck in chaos or confusion or analysis paralysis. A great way to overcome that is to just Tell yourself to sit down, shut the heck up, quiet your mind, get in harmony just for a few minutes with what you want, and then you'll get clarity in that moment. 
So I want to share a story with you. Uh, when I first transitioned to becoming an entrepreneur, and I made that transition from military to running my business, and some decisions that I was faced with making, and a couple of times where I did not trust my intuition, and it cost me tens of thousands of dollars, and I don't want that for you, and, and there are some lessons here learned. Um, so I was starting my business, and I hired a coach to help me with Facebook ads and, and help me connect with the right people and find the right people who are also looking for somebody like me to help them and coach them. And things were going so well. Um, within a few months, my um, ads and everything were really starting to take off and wonderful people were finding me and we were having great conversations. And then my calendar just started to explode with calls and appointments, and it was getting to be a little bit much. So I also needed to then start building my team. And I was, I was being influenced by all of those things that were happening. My schedule was busy. I didn't know how to manage my schedule. I wanted to do this quickly so that I could scale. And so I hired two people on the recommendation of other people who I highly respect and who know a lot about this industry and marketing and everything. So I hired one person to manage my ads and manage my Facebook page and, and all of my assets and my business page. And what he wanted to do, things were happening well for three months. We, we just started to get in a rhythm. And when he took over, he said, um, I want to set up new ads and test and do all of this stuff. And here's how much it'll cost every month. And I didn't question him, but something in the back of my head said, why is he redoing this? This is working. We just got momentum. Shouldn't we ride this momentum? But I had more faith in him and the person who um, recommended him to me and made that connection that I said, okay, you know, I'll, I'll do it. I'm just learning. All right, I'll, I'll follow his lead. He's the expert. And, um, and, and then it, it just kind of generated a higher monthly fee because he was doing a lot more work on the front end, a lot of things that were already done, right? And so then I um, hired a, um, an assistant, and she was local to me at the time, based on somebody else's recommendation. And I really trusted this person too. And I was in a hurry because I was getting so many calls and I needed somebody to help um, with all of the appointments that were landing on my calendar and then maybe even have um, sales setting calls with these people to see where their head's at, what, they're, what are they really looking for because I had free resources, I had other classes and other ways that they could benefit from my coaching if they weren't looking for a coach right then and there. I just didn't, I couldn't take every single call. So I interviewed this person and while I was interviewing her, the thought came up in my mind gosh, she's talking a lot and doesn't really listen a lot, but she's really bubbly. And I like that. And I like that in somebody who's going to be talking with people being, you know, that first contact with people who come into my funnel because she's really friendly, but I ignored it and it cost me so much money. So what had happened was the, the funnels were being recreated. They weren't as effective. Um, I was having tons of calls being booked on my calendar and this VA 
um, maybe let 10 of them come through and they were not the right fit. So I was not having income coming in (laughs) for a few months and I was having tens of thousands of dollars going out. And I was so stressed that I kind of like shut the ads down, which messes with the algorithms and I didn't know that. Um, And and it it was just really ugly and I was in tears and I, I... just kind of burned it all down and started over. And But what I learned from that experience is I wasn't listening to my intuition. My intuition was telling me, ask questions. You know, they might be an expert in, in their field, but you know your business. You know how you want to serve. And they're certainly not an expert in your intuition, in your inner GPS. You are. I was, right? But... I was letting my fear of not knowing enough, not understanding the tech, um, I wanted, I was letting that guide me. I was letting um, my way of being, my dominant way of being, of being agreeable and just wanting to connect with people. And I didn't want to be difficult. I wanted to be easy to work with. I wanted to be nice. (laughs) I was letting those things influence my thinking And at the end of the day, I was putting their wants and desires ahead of my own, ahead of my business. And it cost me dearly. Um, So it was a really, really difficult time. So I want you to learn from that mistake, how costly it can be when you don't tap into your intuition. I, in a way, was stuck in my comfort zone. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I talked about the terror barrier. And, you know, a terror barrier is when you are doing something you've never done before and you're afraid and you crash through it anyway, knowing that on the other side, the universe has your back, right? Or you have your back and you're going to do it and you're going to succeed anyway. Well, I was crashing through the terror barrier in building my business and investing in my business and investing in coaching and putting myself out there. But when I look back, there are a lot of areas where I was not crashing through my terror barrier and I was stuck in my comfort zone. I kind of wrote a few notes here. Again, being nice, being kind. Um, that was my comfort zone, not and not learning the tech and getting my hands in it and getting eyeball deep in it was my comfort zone. I didn't like tech. It doesn't mean that I would do it forever, but I should have at least had experience enough in it to be able to guide other people on my team in the way that I wanted to. So I was stuck in my comfort zone and I had to be willing to look at myself and be honest with myself so that I could steer things back on track. But there are a couple of things that I I want you to ask yourself when you hear your intuition guiding you and you're wanting to ignore it and you're putting more... um, more stock in what somebody else is saying, and you're trying to be agreeable and nice. I want you to ask yourself, take a pause first and foremost, because you can't think if you're not finding quiet and space in your mind, and you're, you're being bombarded by other people's wants and desires and competing desires and ideas and all of this stuff going on around you. Find some space just to have quiet for a couple moments and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? If I ask myself, what am I feeling right now? When I was interviewing that girl who I thought was talking too much and wouldn't be a great listener, 
I would have avoided a lot of heartache and drama later on because there were things that we just couldn't overcome and, and it wasn't a good fit for my company. So what am I feeling right now? And don't ignore it. Why am I feeling this way? What do I need right now, right? Um, and then think about your desired result and then get back into taking inspired action. If I had done those things right then and there, things would have turned out differently. I would have asked good questions. I would have had a deeper understanding of the tech. And if I didn't, I would have asked questions about it. Hey, why are we doing this? I don't understand when this is working well. What do you see is not working? Could we ride this out a little bit longer and, and capture this momentum and then plan for the next phase when we want to scale? Those would have been reasonable questions to ask and I didn't. Um, I would have interviewed a little bit differently and said, you know what, um, thank you so much for your time for this interview. I do have a few other people that I would like to interview first. I want to make sure that we're making the right decision, not just for me, but for you as well. There would have been no harm in that. But again, I was letting circumstances decide for me instead of tapping into my intuition and letting that guide me and it cost me. So um, I wasn't thinking. Mental activity does not constitute thinking. Tapping into your mental faculties does constitute thinking. And when you're thinking, the results that you create for yourself are going to be incredible. And you're going to be surprised at what you can achieve and the ease and flow in which you can do it. So if you're just joining us on this episode, we're talking all about intuition, one of our mental faculties. And I want you to join us and join our community and go to ratracereboot.com. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from experiences that you've had. When have you tapped or not tapped into your intuition? When has it worked out well for you? When has it not worked out so well for you? And um, leave your comments. Give us a review. I read those comments and reviews and share this message with other people. Bring them along this journey with you. I'd love to have them. But I want to help you tap into your intuition right now. Each and every day, a part of my non-negotiable practice is to tap into my inspired action and intuition on a daily basis. This is going to take literally just three minutes, but it's going to set you up for success for your day. And it's going to help you get in harmony with what you want and desire so that you can make clear decisions and you'll know when they're in harmony with your wants and desires and when they're not. And when you get that that kind of hair standing back uh, standing on the back of your neck, you know, saying, "Oh, this doesn't feel right." You'll listen to it and you'll take a pause and you'll take inspired action. So we're going to do that right now. So why don't you sit down if you are in a space where you can do that and plant your feet firmly on the ground and begin to notice your breath. Notice the quality of your breath. And take a big inhale through your nose. And exhale fully and completely through your mouth. And take another deep inhale. Exhaling, releasing any tension that you might be holding on to. And then take one more deep inhale. Hold that breath for a moment. 
and exhale with a sigh. And I want you to bring your goal, something that you want to be, do, or have to your mind. And let it come into focus. Think about how you're serving in the world. Maybe it's a a day in the life of your most epic life ever. Try to get a sense of what you're doing in this image. Are you by yourself? Or are you with other people? And if so, who are these people? And how are you interacting with one another? Start to pull in some information through your five senses. Notice in that scene how the air feels against your skin. Maybe you're reaching out to touch something. What does that feel like in your hand? What are some of the scents and sounds that you're noticing? How does it feel being you right now? joy, at ease with how you're serving the world. How does it feel in this moment being you? And ask yourself or the universe, what can I do today to serve at my highest potential. And then write down those ideas. And maybe as you go on throughout your day, you'll have an idea that comes to your mind because right now you're in harmony with your goal, your vision. So listen to your intuition. It's guiding you. It is your GPS. And remember that you have to move in order for your GPS to guide you. But listen to that intuition. Even if you get off track, it's going to guide you back on track. Your intuition is a gift. I I love this quote. Again, it's by Albert Einstein. The intuitive mind is a sacred gift, and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. And this is how you get back in tune with your beautiful gifts that are leading you in the right direction always. So I want you to join us next week. And also, leave your feedback. I want to read the feedback. I do read it. It means a lot to me. And it also helps other people um, and the algorithm so that other people can get this message as well. So go to ratracereboot.com. Leave us a review and your comments. And we'll see you next week. But until then, remember, everything is created twice. First in your imagination 
and then in physical form. See you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.